Hey, how do we feel about Cartman impersonator covering Lincoln Parks in the end? Do you want more of this? No. I think it's crap. I think it's just crap. I, I just can't get into it. I this. mean, but we've already started. We have to finish. Within the end, it doesn't even matter. I had to fall you. you want more of this? No, I don't. I'm cringing I, hard. I, I this this to me ruins the song. I don't need Cartman doing we've only got eight Lincoln seconds. Park. We've only got eight seconds. We can stop it. Out, but What if I told you the dude was from Iowa? You bring shame to our state. <laughs> if it was one thing my dad taught me whenever we go fishing, it would be respect the water. Yes. Respect the water because the water doesn't care who you are. It'll do whatever it wants to you. It is. It's water. Where would you rank swimming in a life skill? Top 10? I would probably say top five. Swimming is pretty important. I, to be fair, I might... Part of the reason I might rank it lower is because, like, I I literally don't remember learning how to swim. Uh -huh. I've just always known how to swim. Okay. I don't know when I learned. I just I just popped out. Were you a aquatic. good swimmer? Yeah. I know. Like I've, when you learned, where you just uh, figured it out yeah, right I've, away. I've, I've always been a good swimmer. Okay, yeah. I, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a swimmer. I'm not I'm not a pro. Emily makes fun of me when I swim because sometimes I'll go sideways. I, I don't know what's going on with my swimming skills. But check this out. This Florida kid, seven, saves dad and sister as the current in the water starts to drag them all down. How'd you get so good at being in the water and dealing with those kind of situations? I have no idea. Chase <laughs> I love that. I, love I have no idea. I don't know just how I the, saved them. The honesty, just like, I, lady, you and me both, no clue. House is only seven, and he saved himself and his family on Friday night. Chase, his four-year-old sister Abigail, and his dad went out on a boat to fish from Mandarin Point. Chase and Abigail swam by the boat while it was anchored. The current was so strong that my sister, she usually hangs out at the back of the boat, and she let go. So I, so I let go of the boat, and I grabbed her, and then I was stuck. Stephen Pouse, the father, says he jumped out of the boat to save his kids. Pouse says he told Chase to swim to shore. I told them both I loved them because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Oh, this is where it gets scary, man. This is where it gets scary because here you are, you're in the water, the current is sucking you under. And I tried to stick with her as long as I could, and both of them, really. I wore myself out. He's going under. And she drifted away from me. But Chase kept swimming to shore. Were you getting tired swimming? Oh, yes. That's why I did dead. That's why I floated on my back. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that's smart. Float it on my back. That's one of that, that's one of the things I got taught as a Boy Scout. Float on your back. Chase says he didn't have a life jacket on, but Abigail did, and that's what kept her afloat. When wear a life jacket. She drifted away from her dad. The seven-year-old made it to shore after an hour and knocked on a neighbor's door for help. And that help finally came when Florida Fish and Wildlife rescued the father and four-year-old uh, in a boat. Oh, the Jacksonville Fire and Rescue Department and the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office also helped in this rescue. We're here. By the grace of God, we're here. Yeah, they made it out alive. Thank God that they're okay. I mean, what, uh, I mean, the seven-year-old is now the dad. Yeah. Seven-year-old is the dad. That's his family now. <laughs> That's right. Now, now, dad can't say anything to him because he just <laughs> saved dad and little sister. So, when, whenever you try to yell at him or punish him, you just can't. You're going to clean up your room? You're going to learn how to swim? <laughs> <laughs>
That's the way it goes, man. <laughs> That's how it goes. Do what's the what's the pants trick? I was gonna you know? say, do I gotta te- yeah. teach the pants Real trick quick, again? What's the pants trick? So it's something I learned in Scouts, actually for life-saving merit badge. Oh, <laughs> if you know that you're gonna be stuck in water for a long time, you don't have a life jacket, and you're wearing jeans or any thick pants, you take the pants. Why am I off. wearing jeans to the water? I don't know. Maybe you fell out of a boat. <laughs> <laughs> fell out of a boat. You were like wearing a, my jeans. You like fell out of a cruise liner or something. I don't know. There's a lot of hypotheticals in this situation. All right, so you're in the water. You got your jeans on. You'd rip them off. Don't rip. Oh. You you take them you off. Take them off. You your take undies them off. too. No. Okay. You don't need Keep your undies. undies. Okay. Keep your undies on. I mean, maybe take them off. I don't know. That would. Uh uh-uh. uh That looks like a worm or something. Oh, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. And here's what you do. Okay. You put the pants over you like a life jacket. So like the crotch is the, over the back of your neck, okay. and the like on the, the, neck. the leg parts are over your nipples. All right. And you you, you scrunch up the back. All right. And you flip. You flip in the water, and that fills the jeans or the pants with air and when you pop back up you tie the legs closed and you have an impromptu life jacket that sounds really hard did you do this yeah you figured it out yeah you figured this first out first try first try my good you got the badge right away yeah damn well, okay there were a lot of other things involved <laughs> but <laughs> that sounds complicated but, it it, is, but you saved your own life yeah if, if hypothetically Hypothetically, I was in a standing water pool at the time. So you <laughs> I was going to say, were you a kiddie pool? What no, they pool did. They on? did not like Sparta <laughs> kick us into a river. These two Omaha doctors are in the middle of a divorce, right? But they can't agree on when or whether they got married. Uh, the husband doctor questions whether he was officially married. His former wife doctor insists they were married twice: once on a beach in Hawaii and once in their living room in Omaha. Who the hell gets married in their living room? That's boring and stupid and actually sounds like something, no offense to doctors <laughs> listening. I don't think most doctors listen to us because we're dumb, but. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they it's do a, because they want everything dumbed down and uh, simplified. They, they want a sense of normalcy on the way to poking brains <laughs> and understanding how a body works. The Nebraska Supreme Court recently ruled it's not enough for a couple to live together for decades, have four children together, file taxes together. They need to have a marriage certificate signed and dated. And check this out. Nine states, including Iowa, Kansas, and Colorado, recognize common law marriages if the couples do basic things like, you know, live together. Yeah. Uh, But Nebraska does not. Nebraska does not recognize common law marriages. Now, in finalizing their divorce, the Omaha judge said that he did not have enough evidence to establish that the couple were married in Hawaii (laughs) back in 1996. However, the judge ruled he did have enough from January 2012 to declare that they were legally married in their living room. However you go about doing that. Um, He then computed how much each party would receive awarding the wife doctor $2 million plus 5000 a month in alimony and how about 8400 a month in child support? Why do you need alimony and child support if you're a doctor? It's crazy, right? She was actually upset by the dollar amount. It wasn't enough? Suggesting she should have received more but was penalized by the court not recognizing the marital relationship from back uh. in 1996 in Hawaii. And to avoid, uh, to avoid all this, I think you just do what I do. Just, uh, I have my wedding date right on my arm. Oh, I have a tattooed right there. 12, 13, 14. Very easy date to remember. There's another alternative. To What's stop the alternative to that? Don't get married. Mm, yeah. You know, some people believe in marriage. Some people want to do it. Other people, like, to me, I didn't think I was ever going to get married. If you're I didn't a doctor, think don't get married. Uh, or a prenup. That might be yeah, a thing. Prenup, prenups prenup, are good. Prenup. But on a prenup, I wonder if you still have to, like, do the, 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 the alimony. 
on a prenup. I know you still have to pay child support if you have kids, but alimony, I don't, I don't know. Because that, that, that female doctor, she gets 5000 a month in alimony and 8400 a month in child support. That's... That's that's crazy. To be fair, he is a doctor, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I so mean, she's probably used to the lifestyle, like, so you can't just take that lifestyle away from her. And I was gonna say, depending on what kind of doctor he is, that's either like everything he makes mm-hmm. or literally nothing. Right, right. So I mean, they, I I was reading that they had, I think they have four kids, so yeah, that's a lot of kids. So you got to take care of the clothes and the school and yeah, all it's that. It's gotta stuff. be nice and terrible to have two doctors for parents, because <laughs> on one hand, you never have to like, you could not fake sickness. Right, right, right. Like, right. Uh, <coughs> I'm, I'm sick. So sick. All right, let me check your lymph nodes. Uh, uh, well, no, nope. you're not. Healthy, super healthy. You're going to school. I can't. He needs to go to work. I cannot imagine a worse profession for parents than doctor. Is there something worse than that? I mean, my dad being a psychologist was pretty bad. Right. I was used for psychological experiments as a kid. Yeah, but he never kind of scared you with like the whole exorcism because remember he's also a he's also a he, preacher who performed exorcisms. Yeah. And I think he was smart on that part. Yeah. Because you probably would have been, you know, I did also traumatized. I did also grow up um in his office. So occasionally I did see crazy people come on by. He's like, just go ahead, play the video games over there, son. That's Is that why, why you got yeah, so that's good why at gaming? I got, I, got, I got so good at video games. Gaming my, was my only friend. My dad gave me a Game Boy early on and I just sat in the corner. Look, your parents were protecting you, all right? <laughs> Is this the funniest dad or the meanest dad? So he was teaching his daughter how to drive and he gets into the car dressed up as a crash test dummy. <laughs> there he goes. Oh, she's giving him that look. No words. She is mean mugging her father. He's strapping in. She's looking at him, rolling her eyes. And then she says, You play too much. Oh. She's mad and said, You play too much and gets out of the car. You can see the video. It's hysterical. It's up on our Twitter at Morning Fiasco. But look, dad is on to something. Teenagers aren't the best drivers because, you know, they're still learning how to drive. Case in point, my nephew. He recently turned 16. He was gifted my sister's Saturn SUV that she's had since 2007. No problem, smooth sailing. Mm -hmm. Never had like a wreck or an injury or anything. He had it like three months and he totaled it. Three months. Three months. Totally. Out of three months, the Saturn is total. He did upgrade. He went from a Saturn to a Lexus. Yes, that that is an upgrade. That's a big upgrade. That is an upgrade. Yep. So uh, I guess the the, the Saturn SUV died saving his life, which we're all grateful for that he's okay because it was a pretty serious accident. But he's okay. Saturn is not. When I was in high school, I was not the one who totaled it. I was in the car when it was totaled. Mm -hmm. uh, I was driving with my friend. He had been driving. It was this rat. It was a RAV4. Okay. And I learned that day that those things are almost indestructible because uh, we were at Shadow Point and pulling out like next to the Freddy's Mm -hmm. and there was a dude going probably 50 miles an hour and we pulled out, we had the right of way, he T-boned us, I got hit directly, had to go to the hospital, Uh almost flipped the car, Yikes! the whole side was caved in, He, he was also ripped and did martial arts, he was so like, he was tense, he bent the steering wheel. (laughs) What? Like the steering what? wheel bent. Dang. Um, and it's funny because the RAV4, we were told it was total. We told we were told it was unrepairable. Anyways, he was driving it again eight months later. He never upgraded. He was just like, well, this is all we got. There you go. Take so it or leave it. It's just got a big curve in the side Yikes. where a bad thing happened.
just like you in high school, I was in an accident. My buddy got his dad's uh, hot rod. It was like uh, it was a Firebird, oh. a cherry red Firebird. He just got his driver's license, and he's like, "Hey, you want to go for a spin?" Yep, want to go for a spin. Hopped in. None of us were wearing seatbelts. We went on that curb around 56 and center, and he's going too fast around that curb. We go into the other lane, oh. and I can still see the woman's face to this day, clear as day. When we turn, because I'm in the passenger, we go into her lane. She's going the opposite way. I see her in a minivan, and her face was like, oh, my God, oh, we're no. about to smash. And she hits exactly where I was sitting and, oh. uh, yeah, rushed to the hospital in an ambulance. And I was in their ICU for, like, two weeks. It was a, it was a bad ordeal, but the car was totaled. I'm very lucky to be here. 712-328-8970. How long did you have your first car before it was totaled? Deb says three days. Oh, but I, but I parked it in a garage just because I flew over a culvert and scratched past an oak tree and parked oh. sideways and took out the garage door. But hey, do I get bonus points for parking in the garage? No, because this isn't a competition. There's no points. You totaled your car. Did you upgrade or downgrade, did she say? Did not say. Did okay. not follow up on that. Nick said one month had a 94 Ford Explorer. One of the brakes I work, uh, one of the brakes worked. I found out later. Other one didn't didn't stop fast enough. But hey, a town and country stopped my inertia. So that's good. Okay. Samantha says, um, bonus points. Once again, no bonus points. We're not ranking this. If it wasn't a car that I totaled, had my license for a month and totaled my mom's car and flipped it on a gravel road. It was a 2001 Hyundai Elantra Silver. Next car was a downgrade. It was <laughs> a maroon, almost brown Ford Taurus. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the river. Who's this? Chaz. Yo, how long before you totaled your first car? Oh, uh, I didn't even have it a year. I was 18. <laughs> Less than a year. Yeah. And uh, yeah. uh, what happened? Well, I, I was at a Bronco, so they're notorious for tipping, but uh, I hit some loose gravel on the country road. I hit the ditch and flipped, Ooh, flipped it over. Damn. Ooh. All right, so you survived. You crawl out of the Bronco, and then is your first thought, hey, what car should I get next? Uh, it was like five years later, and then I turned around and bought a Bronco, too. <laughs> Why? You already had problems with the first. Why a second? Only you, Chaz. Thanks for the call. Hello, Spicoli's Morning Fiasco. Who's this? Hey, this is Kathy. Kathy, how long before you totaled your first car? Well, <clears throat> my oldest son, actually, okay. got his driver's license, gave him my old car, mm -hmm. and the next day totaled it. Oh! A day! Man, he had it a whole last day. Yes, he didn't. He had his driver's license for like 12 hours. And totaled the car. Oh, what happened? Well, so he always gets mad when I tell the story because he's like, it's not my fault. It was a deer. Uh -huh. But it doesn't change the fact that he totaled the car after having his driver's license for 12 hours. You're right. It does not change the fact. So <laughs> what kind of car was it? And what did he upgrade or downgrade to? Um, well, it, <laughs> it was a Jaguar XJ6. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah, and the reason it was totaled is because there literally was no parts in the entire United States of America to fix that car. Oh, my gosh. Oh. You tried. You tried. We did, but mm -hmm. it gets it gets better. Okay. It gets better. <laughs> then my daughter gets her driver's license months later, and we kept the car because it was still drivable, <laughs> and she took it took her two weeks, and then she drove the car through the garage door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm not blaming your kids. That car is haunted. Oh, man. I think so. So how long did you have the car before you handed it over to the kids? 
Oh, I, it was a, gosh, I'd had it for probably 10 years. Yeah, see, 10 years. It, it, it missed you. Yeah. It wanted you No, back. it just wanted kids. It just wanted kids dead. That's what it wanted. <laughs> it's like, I'm fine with adults, but I hate kids. You haven't driven me in so long. I blame the children. <laughs> Call, calls. Macaulay's Morning Fiasco now. 712-328-8970. Just don't cuss. Oh, yes. And take your phone off Bluetooth because it sounds like sh- Seven, the river. Hey, it's Gert. What up, dude? How long before you totaled your first car? So it wasn't mine. It was my best friend's. And we went cruising because he's excited because he just got his license and he's a year older than I was. We took county roads, and there was an old school bridge, and this is in Boone, Iowa. And it was basically a tabletop. Like, you went up, across, and then straight back down. Okay. And you're not supposed to go over, like, 10 or 15 on this bridge. Yeah. And we hit it doing about 45 or 50. <laughs> And so we went up, caught air, the front end came down, smashed down on the top of the bridge, came back up, and then dove back down to the gravel and moved the whole engine block almost three inches into the cab. Okay, so obviously the landing not fun, but how awesome was the Dukes of Hazard air hang? Well, we tried it at like 20, and it was just, it was kind of cool, so we figured a little bit faster it'd be better. It wasn't. (laughs) I split my eyebrow, Dylan broke his nose. It was a bad deal, and then his mom kicked both our butts. Yeah, I bet. Um, so did you our- did you upgrade or downgrade? What was the next car? He ended up, well, in our opinion, it was an upgrade because it was a truck, and we just got into more crap with it. But it was an old-school Scottsdale. Okay. So, mean, how, yeah. so how good did that one fly? Uh, it doesn't, but it goes through a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> This is a weird radio story. A 76-year-old guy in Ireland just got two years in prison after sending 11 letters stained in his own bodily fluid to a radio DJ. Oh, no! You need to play my music, bitch! Oh, I don't wanna. Oh, I don't wanna. I said you need to play it. Play it on that damn damn radio. Radio dude was like, no, man. Radio dude's like, dude, your stuff is trash. And thank you for this DNA sample so I can send it to the police. Yeah, radio dude was shocked. The judge was shocked. When the reporter was talking to the old man, he said, can you just give it to my to my friends over there at that radio station? Please have him play track two. It's my favorite. It's called Bodily Fluid. No, no, we shan't. How many years in jail for that? 76 years old, dude is going to jail. How many years? Uh, three, four? I'm going to jail for two years. Two years. Two whole years. You know, I'm glad that we play local music yeah. on the radio station so we yeah. don't have to worry about that. You want your music played? Let's hear it. Yeah. Just send it our way. We got Planet O, baby. Two hours of local music on Sunday nights. And we have River 2.0, where it's yeah. nothing but local music 24-7 streaming at 897theriver.com. So don't even, like, get any weird ideas. You know, with that, that, that whole bodily fluid thing. 11, 11 letters? That seems excessive, right? Yeah. After, like, letter two, you think that you think that you would get that maybe he doesn't want it. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, and I didn't even know at age 76 you could produce that much. Hey, maybe it was over a long period of time. Because <laughs> yeah. that to me, that's excessive. That's a little aggressive. Yeah, a you little. Know, I mean, we're definitely not going to play. If you're sending 11... I mean, damn, we get the memo, dude, but hey, maybe your stuff sucks. Why do people think being rude makes us want to play their music more? Right. Like, if you're rude to us, no. We'll just scratch you from existence. Exactly. We'll just play the opposite of what you want. Right.
You want ska? We'll give you something different. We'll give you heavy metal. You want heavy metal? We'll give you ska. <laughs> <laughs> you miss a minute, you miss a lot. Wake up with Spicoli's morning fiasco. Weekdays at 6 on 89.7 The River.